Hello and welcome to Comp. Hello. Hello, Lucy. Hi. Right before, I mean, literally seconds ago, you were you were suggesting maybe we should do a pre-podcast prayer. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you want to lead the prayer? Um, I will. I will reject it if it doesn't fit my standards. <laughs> I like to keep a separation of church and state on the comp podcast. Mm-hmm. You seem to be going a different path, a different. Uh, uh, you know, a, a, a non-secular path, a, a path you're trying to get into heaven <laughs> on the backs of this podcast. <laughs> well, I was thinking, I was just thinking, like, you know, before we start podcasting. Before usually. we burn in hell <laughs> and, and suffer the fate of, of all pleasure seekers, small, petty pleasures <laughs> that lead us to, to the burning pits. I just thought, you know, we were fussing around with the buttons before where it could, it could get a little bit stressful. And, and uh, then we dive right into the podcast. And I thought as a palate cleanser, sure, maybe a little prayer. Let's Would hear you- it. Let's hear this prayer. To, you know, I, I hope it's to up and not down. Okay. Well, I didn't actually. Or is that racist to say the devil's down? Satan, <laughs> then hell is down. Why would that be racist? I don't know these days. I'm trying to stay ahead of the curve. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Okay. I didn't actually prepare a prayer. So this is all coming out now. Uh. Dear Lord of many heads and many voices. uh, Are you trying to be, dear Christian God, see, (laughs) I don't mind being offensive. I'm the edgy guy. (laughs) Dear Christian God, who looks over all of us and tells us about Jesus, the man who is also God. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Give us your guidance. Make us rich. Make us powerful. Hurt our enemies. Hurt them. Hurt them hard. <laughs> That's how you pray. If you're gonna pray, do it right. I'm like Bruce Willis in that movie The Siege, where he's like, where they have like, I guess that was also a, like a religiously complex movie, right? It was like it was a terrorism movie. I think it was right. pre 9 11, and, and there's ter- I think it was Muslim terrorists. I think it was, yeah. It was, it was, well, that's part of the problem. I, I'm trying. I'm not trying to say, but I'm saying it was a. It, it was. They were. It was an issue. It was civil. Like it was a civil rights issue mm. in the movie, right? Right. And like you know, because they were just kind of like you know, it was like one Muslim blows up a bus, and everyone was like, "Ah, oh, we gotta get you know, mosques." That kind of thing. And Bruce Willis is like, <laughs> "Don't bring." The, he's the army guy. Don't bring the army in. We're a we're a sword, not a scalpel. And then they bring him in anyway, and he starts torturing Muslim people, <laughs> and they. And they get mad at him. Yeah. And it's like, I understand it's bad, but he's like, I told you I would do this. Yeah. Which I guess not a bad, I guess Hitler also said that. <laughs> I told you I was going to do this. Why did you elect me? He's like, technically we didn't. He's like, that was a good move, wasn't it? <laughs> no. It wasn't a good move. Well, it worked. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you're the one, you're the sword. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, if you're gonna activate me to pray, I'm gonna I'm gonna pray to hurt my enemies. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Uh remember to subscribe to the show. Uh it helps us, it helps you. And it helps uh not just the Christian God. Subscribing helps all gods. You know, my prayers might go to Jesus, but my heart belongs to Islam and Confucianism and I think that sounds the right word for Confucianism, right? Confucianism, I think, is just it's just a guy. I think I think people who actually adhere to that, are like, no, it, and I don't remember the name, so I, I'm a jerk. I'm still a jerk, even though I'm pointing this out. I don't know what the actual proper name is, but it's like, no, that's just a, that was a guru we had or whatever. They like him. They like Confucius, right? I think he's a philosopher. He's like a Socrates. I think he's important to them. Well, yeah, you could be important. In I, think hold, I think they hold him in esteem, <laughs> but they, they, I think, you know, whoever they are, because we, again, we, we don't know the name of it, the proper name, but whoever they are, they, they, they don't want to get rid of Confucius, but they, they, they like, don't, but don't call a religious Confucius. It's like, it's like, don't call our religion, you know, a Saint Augustinism, <laughs> Augustinism, whatever. I mean, Saint Augustus is a big deal, right, in the Catholic Church. Right. But they don't name that church. St. Francis. Everyone loves St. Francis because he had the animals. St. Francis of Assisi. Right? Yeah. But it wasn't like, <laughs> hey, so you're one of those like, St. Francis Assisi's guys. And they're like, no. It's good. Well, I guess they would if they were Franciscan monks. They still wouldn't. But- oh, what's your religion? Franciscans? No. <laughs> you would say I'm a Franciscan monk. You wouldn't say I worship at the feet of the, of the, of the squirrels. Like Francis of Assisi. 
who's just like uh, hanging out with animals all day, every day. What's his deal? Was he the Steve Irwin of of of, of uh, Middle Ages? Mm. He, he gets stabbed by a stingray because he was like, "Hey, look at me! I love animals so much." Drive me across the ocean, little stingray. Oh, look at him. He loves animals. He did. He's a complex figure because he wasn't really, he loved animals very much. He was, he was a big conserv- conservatory conservationist. He definitely had sex with some of them, right? I will not stand for that, even though I don't know. Who knows? But but probably not. I don't think you need, like, I think there's a lot of other things you get to before that. But maybe. I, I don't doubt it, but I feel like. He spent a lot of time around animals. He did. And honestly, sex is important. Yeah. Like, people tend to hang out where they can get laid. <laughs> that just seems, that seems to be a, pa- a pattern, right? Like, you know, that's, it's, it's, it's you're, like, it's like why ladies' nights exist. Right? Right. You know, like, ladies, what, you've been to a ladies' night? Yeah, I've stumbled into one. What? Um, drunk? <laughs> well, like I never went anywhere. I don't think I ever went to a place specifically because it was ladies' night. But I've gone to a place and been like, "Oh, it's ladies' night." So, what from your perspective is ladies' night? It's uh, you know, the bars want to bring in some ladies, and so they give them like half off on drinks. It's nice. And it's also nice for the men who are want to must buy. be nice. <laughs> well, must be must be nice. <laughs> well, it's also nice for the men, right? Well, and maybe a college town who don't have a lot of money in their pocket, but they might want to buy a girl a drink as an overture. And they can they can buy her a half price half price half price drink. That has it worked that way? I think so. You can point and go. I thought the men had to like <laughs> wait. The, the the ones the men's buy get are half price also. I think if you're a lady, if it's a, a lady drinking the drink, then you get the discount. I think if a man's paying, if it's going on a man's tab, how, how would they work that out then? Then ladies would just be buying beers and giving them the men. If it's a lady on the tab, she no, gets the price. Yes. Why, why would a woman do that? Some random man comes up to you and goes, "Hey, can you go get out? You go to the bar and ask for a drink, but really, it's for me. You're not. But I want to get the discount. You think women are going to be like, "Oh yeah"? You're not using your imagination. <laughs> Two drunk people having a time out on this town, right? Like me and you, we go out. And I go, "Hey, let's pretend not to be lovers, and we'll go into, the, <laughs> and we'll go into this bar." Right, and we'll, and we'll and we'll screw them over, and you're buying, you're feeding me Jack and Cokes and rum and rum and Cokes, and, and, and vodka Red Bulls, putting them <laughs> down my fat gullet. Just, like I'm a pelican. I'm like a pelican in a thing. And he's pouring it some Disney thing or something, probably. Mm. Right, Mary right. Poppins. The uh, was that Little Mermaid? Probably the big bird with a big mouth. It's just a trash can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so I, I, so I, I think that's what would happen a lot of the time. My point is, um, much like ladies night, uh, what, what have we got on this? Cause it's, I, I don't, I think I had a point to make. Help me. Hello. Yeah, people go to ladies night to get laid before that. What were we saying? Something about San Francis. Right. So people, you know, so in that, in that same idea, you know, if he was into that, he would hang out with animals all day. It's true. Like you go in the forest if if you're into that, right? You don't go to ladies' night if you want to have you know get down with a squirrel <laughs> or, or or a bug. Mm. You think anyone's ever had sex with a bug? I think people have done sexual things with bugs. I don't think you can really. I don't think that it's possible to really penetrate a bug. Bug can penetrate you though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, get inside you. Yeah, cause a lot of problems. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> Hello. Um. So, you know, much love to, to the Franciscan monks. Mm-hmm. Am I right in saying that? Yeah, no, I always thought they were very cool when I was a kid. I, I, I wanted to be a Franciscan monk. I wanted to be a Jesuit. <laughs> Why? What appealed to you about Jesuits? I mean, they just seemed like they were warrior monks. You know, I don't think they are, though. I think they're just nerds. But I think as a kid, as a kid I think my grandpa might have been a Jesuit. Oh really? Yeah. What, what does that mean? I've never understood. Well, no, he wasn't a Jesuit. He went to. He was. He, he was schooled by the Jesuits. Seems he like went, an obno- just an obnoxious way of saying Christian. No, they were Jesuit. It's a, what's it being Franciscan? He wasn't a Jesuit. He he went to school. Yeah, but that has animals. What's the Jesuits' gimmick? I don't think Franciscan monks are about animals. They're, they're not veterinarians. <laughs> they, they, they. I think that was. I mean, I'm not even sure if that was even a real thing he did. <laughs> I, I think they made that up. I think Fran, Saint Francis was more about like you know municipal taxes or something. I'm sure they have horse farms or something that they live they on. They don't. Well, look, look up Franciscan monks for me then, please. Okay, I will. 
I want to see what these Franciscans are up to. Do Franciscan just okay. monks yeah. hang out with animals? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what we got. Uh. Little dog is welcomed as monastery's cutest new friar. They actually have little dog friars. We'll just friars. go to the link. We'll show it, but that's not... I'm, I'm not accepting that as, like, you know, the standard... Look, they dress him in the habit and everything. This is terrible. This is... Make it full screen. Okay. This is... This is... This is terrible. Look at this. What is that? Like a, <laughs> an, an Irish terrier? That's great. I don't like this at all. I don't like what the implication is. I don't think this proves your point. A Franciscan monastery in Cochabamba, Bolivia, recently announced that a furry pup named Carmelo has joined its sacred fold, where he quickly distinguished himself as its cutest member. Oh, that's adorable. See, this is what I imagine when I imagine Franciscan monks. Well, look, this is cute. (laughs) And, like, you know, I hope this Carmelo actually can, you know, do something for New York. (laughs) Um, But... Let's, let, let's just look up Franciscan monks and see what they're about. Okay. They're very cute dog. That's great. That's great. Can you, can you, can you find me a Wikipedia article, something reliable, not some weird Instagram of some Franciscan monk who's lonely and he's trying to show people his stupid dog? <laughs> look at the dog I paid $3,000 for at a puppy mill. He bought that from a puppy mill. Probably. I don't know. I was told once, we talked about this once. And uh, apparently in other countries, like in Europe, I guess, or other places, um, not America, they uh, they don't have the puppy. They, they, they actually enforce the puppy mill rules. Mm. So you can actually buy a puppy. Because I've read about this before in the past, how, like, I, hate, I would love to be able to buy a, a dog mm. and not be a puppy mill. I'll pay more. Right. I'm not a rich man. I, I felt this way when I had, like, you know, when I was, like, I owed $10,000 to a you know, I don't want to talk about who you know, criminals. <laughs> and uh, so my point is, but I still felt this way. Mm. And I, I'm not. I, I'm not a man of means. I would pay ten thousand dollars for a dog. I save up for years before I ever bought a volunteer dog. <laughs> Wait, what do they call those? Like sacrifice dogs? <laughs> a rescue dog. Rescue dogs. Wait, you just you just need your dog to be perfect. You just need them to be. I look. I just don't want. No, no. I, again, I'm not saying I wouldn't rescue a dog. If I found a dog worth rescuing, I would. But I don't like the idea of having this, of having to like. I have to buy. Like we live in New York City. Mm. I don't think we should have to buy a traumatized dog. It just <laughs> what, seems. What if, it's got- a problem because the whole building's in now. The whole building has rescued this dog. It does. It seems selfish. It seems like in in, in, in New York City. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I'm like, and, uh, we you know it just seems like it seems like crazy. What, what I rescued said, a cat in the past. I'm not anti-rescue. You said something interesting just now. You sure. said you would rescue a dog if you found a dog worth rescuing. How would a dog demonstrate to you that it was worth rescuing? Show me that it was trying at least. <laughs> <laughs> you know. It's making what? the effort. That is going to AA or whatever. Yeah, right? making the effort. It's it's it's, <laughs> it's like you know a little pause before it barks, like <laughs> you know, like it was. It, like, you could tell it's, it's struggling to try not to bark, but it's just like can't. Like, like all right, like we can we can work with that. But some dog who's just gonna bark every time you look at it. Enough. <laughs> what enough. If, what if its trauma didn't ma- it like didn't manifest its aggression like that? What if it just like kind of cowered and was a shy dog? Well, that's 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 fine. Yeah, like deal with your problems on your own, and I'll try to help you. <laughs> like that's fine. Like oh you're you're oh you're bottling it up. I do that too. Hmm. Well, yeah, yeah, an eating problem. <laughs> You overeat? That's fine. We'll work. We'll work on it together. But like, just all right, all right. We see you. I see you. Is that what you wanted? I see you. I know you're there now. Congratulations. Now what? Now what do we do? You want food? Well, you a little baby. This dog's like a little baby. You know, a baby's one thing. A baby is helpless, but this dog is like years old. Yeah. Like you know, a baby's not going to do that forever. A dog, who knows? The mm. dog is like going to be 15 years old. She's going, meh, meh, meh. someone hit me once. Meh. Oh, someone put a cigarette out on me. Meh, meh. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not putting cigarettes out. When are you going to figure out I'm not that guy? Your man's best friend, but you can't tell the difference between me and the guy who put cigarettes out on you. 
All I do is give you food and water and hug you and kiss you when you want it. Yeah. Little snuggles. Mm. But you still think I'm the guy who was just like, you know, throwing lighter fluid on you or something. Mm. I don't understand. <laughs> How can I help this dog? I'm not the dog whisperer. Right. You know, I would love to be. Give me those powers. Give me the magic whistle that makes you the dog whisperer. Whatever, you know? <laughs> right. Enraging. I'm just trying to live my life here. <laughs> just trying to be a good man. <laughs> anyway, would you, oh, you found something with, the, with, these, with these dogs. Okay. What do we got? So uh, they work as chaplains, the Franci- Franciscan monks. They work as chaplains, ministers, spiritual directors, whatever. Uh, they're called to live the gospel in everyday life and spread God's uh, w- and spread God's world. I think they mean word to all living creatures. Many of the Franciscan brothers have vocations such as doctors, lawyers, cobblers, tailors, or musicians. So, well, that, all right, so of all those various professions that this this they're listing here, so let's just go over it again. I want to take this slowly. Many of the Franciscan brothers also have vocations such as doctors. <laughs> Lawyers, cobblers, tailors. Now, what's a tailor? Is that someone who helps dogs? <laughs> that is uh, somebody who works in making clothing. Somebody who helps clothes. Okay. <laughs> or musicians. Okay. And the yeah, music- some of the doctors could be veterinarians. Uh, and some I, of the I, veterinarians could be horse doctors. I don't think that's true. I, I, you call them a veterinarian. You have a veterinarian school, not doctor school. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? Now, I'm not saying it's any less than. I mean, doc, veterinarians, but it's like, but that's like saying, like, you know, a, a natural physicist is the same as a doctor. Now, like, you might have a doctor, but, you know, I'm not talking about PhD doctor. If, if an astrophysicist ever said, call, call me doctor, I would I would start biting my hand. And then after that, I don't know. I would, And that's what I would want from a dog. Just the emotional equivalent of starting to bite your hand first before something else happens. Right. Like, hey, I'm biting his hand so I don't do something aggressive, but I'm not mad. This astrophysicist <laughs> thinks he's like, oh, I'm a, a call me doctor. You know? <laughs> oh, I want, I want to, I have a PhD. I don't care. I just don't. Do you care? <laughs> no, I don't care. We don't care together. <laughs> it's just like, like I, I know it's not your fault. That, like, someone confused doctor with that kind of doctor, right? That, like, you think that we care. We, we don't. Society doesn't care you're a PhD. I'm sorry. It doesn't. No. It's like you get certain value out of it. Maybe you don't. Famously, some of these PhD people get screwed and don't get money. Yeah. I don't like that. But my solution is don't get a PhD. <laughs> Read books on your own. You know? Yeah. You don't even get, I think when you start like a PhD, you're not even guaranteed to get it. Right, yeah, you're uh, going, You, yeah, you can, like, uh, you're trying I, for your PhD. No one's guaranteed, I get that, but, I mean, you could be a really smart person, and if you're not, like, creative enough or, like, have an ingenious enough idea, you don't get to be a PhD. Right. So you get your money back? <laughs> like, no, sorry. Did you, did you invent some weird catapult? <laughs> no! No, you didn't. So go back to being a master's, and now you gotta, you're at 100 grand or whatever PhDs cost. <laughs> So I get it. I sympathize with you people. But society has a thing about doctors because they can save you. Right. That's it. That's the only reason it's really held in the steam. We, we get that. Like, you know, but no one, ca- no one goes, is there, a, is there a medieval you know, renaissance expert on a plane here? <laughs> Does anyone study medieval Egypt? No. <laughs> it's doctors who can you know, get, the, get the cholesterol out of your heart yeah. on you a plane. Can, they can just say they can, uh, they have dainty fingers and they can pick the peanut that's lodged in your uh, in your esophagus out. Yeah. So you stop choking. I would love to go on a plane and go, is anyone a doctor on this plane? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Someone like raised their hand like, I think I might have a, um, arthritis. <laughs> <laughs> Could you take a look at that? <laughs> what would happen if I did that? Well, what's, a, what's another minor thing? I think I, think I might have, what would you go with? I think I need a sleep study. <laughs> I might have sleep apnea. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, 
all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So Franciscan monks, kind of a disappointment. Yeah. Um, Not great. I wish more of them. It seems honestly, it seems a little um, wrong of them that they that more of them don't have animal related professions. Yeah. No. Like, I mean, as a kid, you grow up. Just be a like, priest, then. Just be a priest. You worship a guy who you, you, you part worship with some demigod who's uh, hanging out with animals all the time. Demigod. And you're going you're gonna, to, you're not going to, you know, do anything with animals. Seems kind of silly. I mean, what are they? Like, look up what is a friend. Like, just look up what Wikipedia. Thing. I don't even know if he did anything with animals. I think it's just something that they tell kids because, like, kids just like puppies. <laughs> Just write Franciscans. What are you doing? What do Franciscans do? No, just type Franciscans and look on Wikipedia. It'll tell us. There you go. See? Just click on it. Click on Wikipedia. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. Franciscans are a group of related mendicant Christian religious orders. The fuck is that mean? I don't know. We're, we're going down a rabbit hole now. This is. I haven't seen animals once come up here. No. Austerity, Jesus Christ, street, street being in the streets. I'm a, I'm a monk in the I'm a monk in the abbey, but I'm a I'm a freak in the sheets. <laughs> Whatever that's trying to say here. I'm sure if we went to Francis of Assisi, animals come up pretty quickly. I go. Let, 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 let's try this. Out. Was a mystic a mystic? Wait, what? He was a mystic Italian Catholic friar? What does that mean? <laughs> Wait, type mystic. What does that mean? In, well, in the, in, I know what it usually means. No, it's any kind of ecstasy or altered state of consciousness, which gives religious... Wait, he was a mystic? He was like well, a yeah, wizard? I, I think all saints are mystics, kind of, aren't they? What do you mean? They're all just, they're all just like having like, you know, weird uh, you know, seances and, and, and trying to talk to like, you know, pirates, dead I mean, pirates? Wasn't Joan of Arc always like talking to herself because she's having conversations well, with God? Joan of Arc was obviously they made her a saint because she's like you know like it sounds good, but like she's just some like like some kind of schizophrenic woman who's like fighting people <laughs> and it's like let's call her a saint. It's like I mean honestly, she's killed a lot of people. Really, saints don't usually kill people. Look, she's doing it for the church. I, I know, we crusades, I get it, but I mean just she like mur- I watched her murder like a. a, a a guy, he was just standing there. I mean, he was a soldier, but she just, just like put a knife in his face. <laughs> All right. Same. Yeah, I mean, if Joan of Arc was Let's like... beatifier. If she was really a vessel for God, then that means God hated the British at that point. Right? Wait, British? Was she fighting the British? Yeah, wasn't it? She, she was on the side of France and they were fighting the British. I thought it was like one of those crusade things. Oh, it makes sense, actually. Yeah, what the f- well, Yeah, why are they fighting the British? This is crazy. Welcome to the show. Um, yeah, there's a... Speaking of uh, crazy things, there's a, a problem at McDonald's. There's, there's, a, there's a problem brewing. Am I right? You are right. There's a, they have this new thing. They're called Adult Happy... Explain to me what an Adult Happy Meal is. Well, I'm not sure what an Adult Happy Meal is, but it looks like it's, it's something kind of... Uh, it's, a, it's a nostalgia product right. put out by McDonald's. It has a Big Mac in it. Or chicken nuggets. Or 10-piece chicken nuggets. Uh, yeah. that's, a, that's, a good, that's a good amount of chicken nuggets. Mm. Does that come with fries also? Yes. Chicken, 10 nuggets and fries? Yeah. It's a hearty meal. And a toy. And a, and a it's some toy. kind of toy. Like a, like a, like, so the adult, so adult happens is like a sex toy? Yeah. <laughs> it's some kind of, you know, it's some kind of a prolapse thing or like, a, right. or like or some kind of jelly. Some kind of some kind of cream, some kind of, I don't know, like a bag of condoms. What's an what's an adult happy meal? It's really, this article. Look at this article. So, adult this article is reading adult happy meals are stressing McDonald's employees out. What's going on here? 
I don't understand. This comes in this limited edition box. It says, let me make it bigger. So you want the new adult Happy Meal from McDonald's? Get in line, pal. No, seriously, get in line. Because we're going <laughs> to fuck you on the line. Get against the wall. Take those pants off. Welcome to McDonald's. No, seriously, though. Uh, it might take a while to get it. The meals, which come with toys designed by the streetwear company Cactus Plants Flea Market. Who? What? Who are the Cactus Plant Flea Markets? Have proven to be a hit, which is unfortunate for the McDonald's employees who are on the front lines. It looks like we may have a Rick and Morty Szechuan sauce debacle on our hands. Now, what they're referring to is years ago, the popular cartoon Rick, Rickus and Morty, right? <laughs> yeah. The Rick's Morty. They uh, they had an episode where they, had, they were using the Szechuan sauce from Mulan, the show, or the movie, the cartoon Mulan. Right. Which you liked or didn't like, I forget. Um, as a kid, I liked it, yeah. You loved the cartoon Mulan. Yeah. <laughs> Um, didn't you show me the movie Mulan? I, well, I tried to show it to you, but you lost interest, which makes sense because you're an adult man. But right. uh, you know, it's a. But, but you like the movie, or you like the or you like the cartoon. The cartoon is wonderful. Why didn't you show me the cartoon then? I did show you the cartoon. I didn't watch the cartoon. You watched the what? I, I was I was trying to show you. The that cartoon. was a it was a movie, wasn't it? The, the movie is a cartoon. No, they made a live action movie. Uh, no, I would never show you that. Okay, all right, so. <laughs> The point is, they're promoting Mulan. They had a Szechuan sauce. You know, it seems a bit, I guess, I don't know. I wouldn't say racist. I'm not sure what Szechuan sauce is. It's like plum-based. Yeah, so something like that. This was a big deal a couple of years ago because everyone was like, Rick and Morty fans are all, what, incels, they, they would say? Or they would say they were... Toxic. Toxic men. Um, the show was very good for a couple, you know, I, I didn't great. like I didn't like the last season. I didn't think it, but whatever. I, I, I didn't make a blog post about it because, you know, I got bigger problems like arthritis and the uh, <laughs> dogs. Dogs. Dogs trying to get you to adopt them. Yeah, exactly. Um, what's my point? Oh, because the, the the men would come, the white men would come apparently, mm-hmm. knocking on the McDonald's door and say, "Give us a Szechuan sauce, please." And they would say, "We don't have any." And they would, I don't know, spit in the floor. <laughs> Whatever they were. Apparently, they were mean. They would get mad. <laughs> So, in much a similar way, I guess this uh, this 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 whole situation is going on with the employees are reportedly stressed by the number of people who file in to get the limited supply of the Happy Meal toys, adult Happy Meal toys. The workers are quote are begging customers to stop ordering adult Happy Meals. All right, this is like we're, we're going a little crazy here. I worked at McDonald's in the past. Yeah, I you had, have you have a good perspective on this. I de- I was there for the uh, Toy Story two toys. That was, a, that was a big, and then people would come in, they would get them, and, you know, it was, it was a giant box full of toys, and you and you throw it in the fucking, I don't understand, you have, because it says later in the article that they're happy when they ran out. I thought maybe, like, when it was, it was happening, that people were like, oh, well, like, you know, we don't have any. What do you mean? I need the green cactus plant flea market toy, or I'm gonna jump off a bridge while I'm on fire. <laughs> oh. But no, apparently they were happy when they ran out. So they're just stressed out by there being people at McDonald's. Right. That's the whole gimmick. Yeah. You know? People come to McDonald's and they... People come to McDonald's. If it wasn't the Happy Meal, it would be something else, right? The only thing... When you said, when getting good at McDonald's, the only thing is getting quick. Mm. And you, I, I was there for six months about when I was 15. I turned 16 like a, a month before I quit. And... uh you know, the friend, like, you know, or two months. There was a couple months where I was able to work more hours, mm. and that's not why. I just kind of just whatever. I wanted to. I wanted to sit around and watch anime, and not and not. You know, I got really into anime and kung fu movies. Mm. When I was sixteen, <laughs> and it changed my perspective on working at McDonald's. <laughs> but um, the point is, it wasn't like what, what? What do you want? We're just coddling people now. It's like yes, I look. It's not a great. It's not a job you should do forever if you can avoid it. Right. You know, but like you know, but it doesn't mean that it's like oh, I'm so sorry you work at McDonald's. And I don't think these are adults we're talking. It doesn't sound like adults. Adults are super stressed out. They've seen this before. Right. They know what Happy Meals are. They they they've dealt with rushes. Yeah. Who are we coddling here? It's <laughs> like the. You literally, the young people who work there. I don't think the forty-year-olds who work at McDonald's are freaking out about adult Happy Meals. 
yeah, like, uh, yeah, I, I definitely expected it to be more a story about people just being assholes, too. But yeah. it's like, but if it's just volume, it seems like, you know, it's like I've never, I haven't worked at McDonald's, but I've had like similar like customer service jobs. The point and of a business. it's just volume. It's just doing the same thing over and over. I hate to break it to you, but the point of a business is to make more money. Yeah. <laughs> That's just the way life works. You can call me an ugly capitalist, an ugly American, a big demon, a guy who should be killed. Right. Call me what you want. But the point is, that's just like you, anywhere you work, it's supposed to be busy. If it's not busy, start looking for another job. Think about that. Mm. They probably will. I mean, <laughs> when I quit, my manager at McDonald's was like, what, what are you going to do? I'm like, I don't know, get a different job? <laughs> like, what do you mean you're leaving? <laughs> what? Where are you going to go? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah. So, I don't know what to tell them. Uh, I mean, there really should be. What, what What would you like to see in an adult Happy Meal? Um, Like, as far as a toy? Yeah. Um, You know, maybe like a little, uh, maybe a, a nostalgia toy. Like, maybe a little miniature slinky. Interesting. That could be like, cute and yeah. fun. Yeah, and you could give it to your kid also, and they could choke on it. Yeah. Uh, I would like. I mean, honestly, and it would be the most practical thing, just put some emodium into the bag. Emodium? Yeah, the oh. diarrhea medicine. <laughs> put some Pepto Bismol in there. Right. You know, you give me, you give me ten nuggets and fries and a big soda. Yeah, give me, give me some, give me some Pepsi AC. Mm. Give me some, give me some heartburn medication. <laughs> you know. That's- <laughs> That's very practical. It would that, that would make me happy. Mm. I mean, you know, hydrate my colon. <laughs> <laughs> well, give me something that makes my colon not feel like cardboard. Maybe like Every. a little, um, like a mini functional enema kit. Yes. These are all things that would help me enjoy McDonald's. Because <laughs> uh, I, I like a quarter pound. Of, also put a quarter pound of cheese in there. Mm. I, much prefer, I prefer that to a Big Mac. I like the, What's the uh, difference between a quarter pounder and a Big Mac? Oh my, you, you really don't know? No, I only ever have the little cheeseburgers. Okay, well, the Big Mac actually uses the same patties as the little cheeseburgers. Mm. See, it's, it's just a bigger version of that with a special sauce mm. um, and lettuce, I guess. Uh, I don't think it's tomato on there. The quarter pounder with cheese is a larger patty. Now, whether you get a double quarter pounder or a single, it's still it's a different patty, and I find it's just a tastier you know, patties. It's maybe the surface area, not salt. I love the way it tastes with the fake cheese, with real cheese, whatever it is. I don't slander me. It might be real. It might be real. Uh, I just prefer it. No, I, I don't. You know, I try not to eat them very often because you know, beyond beyond trying to be healthy, they just don't feel good. Right. In my opinion, now you know, it's, it's not made for. I mean, it's made for young people or old people who were served in the war. <laughs> You've been to McDonald's, McDonald's in the morning. It's just people, war veterans, right. who wear their war hats. You know, <laughs> like yeah. the, the, like you know, I was on this submarine or whatever hat, or like USS Enterprise with the pins. <laughs> and they're eating a little hash brown. Yeah, they have a little yeah. hat. Yes, yes. They have a, usually, they, have a, I, I, they would have a hash brown and a coffee, a small coffee, not a big one, a small coffee and a hash brown. And they'd be sitting there, maybe with a friend, talk about all the men they killed together or <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I mean. God bless them. They, they, they're retired men. <laughs> yeah. Remember that? Remember that village? What do you mean the one? The one with the girl with the no, 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 no. The one where the kids got in the way. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, well, we already started the shooting. We're we going to stop. I mean, they're already maimed at that point. <laughs> I felt bad. Look, it's haunted me my entire life. I'm not a monster, but you know, what are you going? He picks up every hash brown. <laughs> what are you going to do? There should be um, a, a, an ad specifically for McDonald's breakfast. That's just two uh, two elderly veterans eating hash browns and talking about uh, torturing Vietnamese women. Oh, and then the logo comes on and it's McDonald's. You did what you had to do. <laughs> <Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. I'm loving it. Uh. <laughs> McDonald's, that's all in the past now. <laughs> McDonald's, we weren't looking. <laughs> McDonald's, what are you omniscient? <laughs> what could you have done? <laughs> McDonald's, you were just following orders. <laughs> you you just followed orders and so do we. <laughs> oh god. Uh, Again, I mean I, I do like I I think we 
There's something nice about McDonald's. I'm not here to, to trash them. There's something very. I would love. About I would love to spite yeah. what we just did if they would sponsor the show, like as a, as a, like a, a as some kind of like you know branded deal. I would love a brand deal with McDonald's. <laughs> let me be a brand ambassador. Why not? <laughs> We'd love to start making some real money, McDonald's, and we feel like you could help, and we could help you. We could repair your image that we just, you know, um, pretending like we couldn't, but we can. We have other things we could say, better things. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I really like? I really, I, I want a whole tirade about how I love a quarter pound with cheese. Don't act like I can't be a brand ambassador. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I, and I defended you with no Happy Meals. Why aren't you taking my calls? I mean, companies like McDonald's should really open their minds to a grittier brand ambassador. I think uh, things are I think things are swinging the other way, and it's going to be a nice day for the Cump Podcast. We're going to have McDonald's. We're going to have a bag of hammers. We're going <laughs> to have uh, some kind of thing that, like you know, just gruff men who <laughs> yell a lot and and, and and people don't like uh, can buy. You know mm. what? What is that? What 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 are the gruff men who people don't like by? Nudie mags. Pens pens with you know women on them like we talked about. Oh yeah. Those topless pens. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, moving on. Did you ever work at McDonald's? I I never worked there. No. You you ever work at any kind of like place like that, like a fa- like a fast food place or like a. I worked at like a, a burger, uh, you know, a, pr- a pretty like fast paced like burger place, but it wasn't a fast food. Place. You've never worked for a corporate place, have you? Really, like a big corporate like chain, a chain like a chain store of any kind. No, it's all kind of been local places. Yeah, you really, you kind of snobbed that way. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm a man of the people. I work, I, you know. Oh wait, no, I worked at a deli in a stop and shop. That was a chain. Okay, all right, that, that kind of. But you know, you don't see you don't see commercials or stopping shop. You, I, I, I need a place where you see a commercial, like CVS, mm. Walgreens. Yeah, never did that. Yeah, some place that has a corporate. You know, stop and shop is more of a regional thing. Right. Yeah, you're not really a person of the Pete. You're kind of an <laughs> elite. I work, I work at boutique boutique delis and and extravagant supermarkets. Boutique deli. Stop and shop is like a mid range. It's not like a cheap supermarket. No, it's not expensive per se. Is mo- is at least moderate. It wasn't like like Shoprite is a little bit less expensive. People thought meat farms. I did at least thought meat farms wasn't that nice, but they have made amazing produce. Now meat farms, I don't think goes beyond Long Island. Wait, there's a place called Meat Farms. Yeah, I think they might have gone out of business. Actually, I'm not sure. I hope they. <laughs> That's have a it. disgusting name for a supermarket. Well, yeah, as a kid, you're like, why are we going to meat farms? <laughs> But uh, I mean, look up, look up meat farms. See if they're still around. But meat farms has really tremendous produce uh, at, at very reasonable prices. That's what you realize when you when you move out on your own. Uh, this is in Long Island. Yeah, is it Gun? Gun- I think that might be it. Wait, Giunta's meat farm. I don't know. Uh, Hot Pog. That might be it. Look on it. Let me see the logo. Yeah, it looks right. Yeah, they're still around. <laughs> Meat farms now on Instacart. This is like a blurry, like it looks like something out of Limitless. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> it futzing around. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is the problem. With this. It's all very, it's all very smooth until this happens. <laughs> I'm sorry. It went, it went a little haywire. I was trying to show. I got very eager to show people the meat farms uh, situation. <laughs> And uh, that happened. What do you want me to do? Uh, I hit the wrong button. There's the meat farms. Meat farms. Meat farm super bad market. That's great. About. I don't have much to say about this. Yeah, I mean, it's just a place called Meat Farms, and that's weird. Yeah, they have really good produce. (laughs) Why are we talking about this? This is the name of a supermarket like you would come up with. Come to come to meat place. We got meat. We got we got all the meat and stuff. Meat, meat and meat and shit. Meat and greet. Anyway, what? Uh, so what's going? Is McDonald's going to stay open? Uh, yeah, I think they'll make it. Okay. Adult Happy Meal. I mean, this is a limited time thing, anyway, right? Um, was that? Uh, it, like, adult Happy Meals? I don't know. No, yeah. I mean, Google Adult Happy Meals. See what it says. 
If you don't mind. Yeah. So you gave me a look like you wanted me to kill me. <laughs> is there a Wikipedia entry for adult Happy Meal? Um, limit. There is a limited supply. Of this, there's always a limited supply. I mean, like, you know, you can't, like, sue them for not having, you know, the Fraggle Rock toy. The, the collection will only be available during a limited time window. Right, but they changed the toys. You're saying, okay, so it's only this. It's only this, it's, it's this, this, this green cactus plant thing. Yeah, like what is what is the adult Happy Meal toy? I don't know. No, it's like, I told you it's that green cactus, you know, thing. Oh, that's gross. That's the adult Happy Meal toy. Wait, hold on. Let's bring this up. Uh, this thing. This is it. That's it. That's kind of a shitty toy. Yeah, it's not great. All right, well, we'll move on. Anyway. Uh, I read this article about how Pasta Town of Italy is not great. <laughs> um, it's this place on Instagram. It's an article. Uh, let's give credit to Rebecca Jennings for writing this article. <laughs> no, it's an article. We're using the article. We're, we're talking about it. I, yeah. I want to give credit to Rebecca Jennings. Okay, yeah. Credit to Rebecca. My good friend Rebecca Jennings, who I know for a long time. Mm. You, know, you know her? Yeah. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, just because you can sort of go somewhere. This is, this is, I'm going to show you some pictures. This, this, the whole point of this article is that Positano, Italy is a real, real not great place. Uh, I got you some of these pictures of, of just, I mean, honestly, it looks like the kind of place that looks good, but maybe like, because I could only find, I was looking at pictures of it and I could only find these like, Specific it, land. It exists on a cliff. Yeah. I, mean, I don't. It, it looks like Brazilian favelas, but like not, maybe a little like better put together than favela. But like the same, like the same idea, right? Mm-hmm. Like everything's built vertically along this cliff, right? Um, so I don't know, but apparently it's not great. Uh, if we look at the article, how do I get to the article? Here we go. It's telling me also. Let's read some of this. The Instagram capital of the world is a terrible place to be, apparently. The last time I was wandering the stony... This last this time last week, I was wandering the stony <laughs> streets of Positano, a small village on Italy's <laughs> Amalfi Coast. Positano, kind of sounds like Positano, rests almost vertically on a steep cliffside, almost zigzagging uh, where local vendors sell sips of lemon cello. Limoncello and colorful ceramics. <laughs> They're making Italy sound like it's just like a weird, like a like a flea market. Yeah. At the bottom, there's a pebbly beach where, if it's warm enough, which it usually is, you can swim in the clear turquoise waters of the Tyrian Sea. Whatever that means. The Ty- the Diarrhea Sea. <laughs> Positano is blessed with a mild Mediterranean climate and approximate. To luxury and wealth is one of the most famous and majestic hotels in the world. Really? I was home to one of the most famous and majestic hotels in the world. And provided a backdrop for Diane Lane's Woolward romance and Under the Tuscan Sun. All right, this is a famous place. Whatever. So apparently all of Italy is just infested with people coming to Italy. Mm. And people don't like it. Apparently Italy is just full of tourists. Full of fat Americans waddling around saying, is that the Coliseum? Is that where fucking spaghetti was invented? Is that, is, that where I, is that where I go to charge my stupid iPhone? Well, they shit their pants and they pray to a Christian God. You know, it's, right. just, it's just disgusting. And also the Pope lives there. You go to Florence and it's just a nightmare. And apparently everyone post-COVID is going to Italy and uh, just clogging it up. I mean, Italy, if you don't remember, is where COVID started, right? Well, no, that is Wuhan, China. Yeah. I mean, the first thing we were aware of was Italy and everyone and everyone before we had COVID in New York, right? Right. There was Italy, Italian people were singing in their apartments. Don't you remember that? Right, right. Oh, when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza <laughs> bar, that's a Fauci. They were saying that from no, their windows? I was. <laughs> everyone else was banging their pants for the... For the, for the nurses, I was just thinking that. Oh, so did they start that in Italy? Was that like, did they start banging the pots in Italy for the nurses? I don't think so. I don't know. They, they were just singing because they were stuck in their house and they're, and they're Italian. They don't, you know, <laughs> what do you want me to do? 
You remember? Why are you acting like you don't remember just two years ago? I don't. I don't think I remember it before it started happening in the U.S. Well, you just you just playing Angry Birds the whole time. The <laughs> you sit in the toilet playing Angry Birds while I'm, while I'm watching the Italian news, worrying about our, our safety. <laughs> Can you turn down Angry Birds in there? I'm trying to watch the News de Parma. <laughs> or whatever. The News Parmesan. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, yeah. Italy as tourists, they're mad about it. No, I don't know if everyone's mad. This is what it is. But it's just like if, you, if you're not rich and you go places, it's not going to be great. Go somewhere. Go to Finland. No one talks about Finland. Right. Yeah, I hear. I I also I hear like Greenland, low key, or not not Greenland, Iceland. Yeah, Reykjavik is nice. Yeah. I mean, they have those hot springs, right? Mm-hmm. Iceland was the place, right, where they uh, and they went crazy during the mortgage crisis. They're they like- had, yeah, oh yeah, they had. It was uh, Icelandic banks were like a big. Am I am I right here? Look up, look up Iceland during mortgage crisis. I'm pretty sure it's one of the books I was talking. It's like it's a big thing. Iceland during the mortgage crisis. Make sure I'm right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. No, because everyone thinks they're very reasonable, but then they're like uh, their banks just kind of like ripped every. I don't know. Point oh, okay. What? Uh, yeah, Iceland's recovery has become a myth wrapped in a, in a legend inside a legend. It let its banks fail slash household debt. Uh, let its currency. So it kind of like did all the things that like. Well, this is like this is from 2015. I'm talking about the actual crisis. Oh, okay. When we had the crisis, stop. Okay, just stop. You distracted me. <laughs> uh, point is, uh, Iceland is a nice place to go, and you, when you can go there and lose all your money if you want, I don't care. Eat a crumpet. Go to Sweden. Go. I mean, honestly, go to Italy and just let people like you know take dumps on your feet. What do I care? I bet if you go to the, if you go to the Vatican, you probably have you end up with crap on your feet, like human feces on your feet, because people just like in that kind of environment, you're like sitting on line for eight hours to see the Pope. Mm. People are just taking shits right on your feet. <laughs> they just <laughs> let it fall through their pants. You think they would do that? Yes, on Catholics. The- yes. <laughs> I grew up Catholic. I know these people. Yeah, but right before meeting the Pope. I mean, they want they want to make sure it doesn't happen. Bother meeting the Pope, right? You know, look, I swear, I, I got you don't understand Catholic guilt. Like, even though you also grew up Catholic, maybe you do get it. You, I think I get it. You're yeah. about, you, you you're about to see God's imprintur on on Earth. That's the right word. His 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 man on the streets. His Billy on the street on Earth. <laughs> you're, you're about to see God's Billy Eichner. Mm-hmm. All right, now. You know you've been having this shit for hours because you went to the McDonald's in Positano before you came to Rome, right? Sure. Are you going to chance it that you don't shit in front of the Pope? Or are you going to take a dump on the guy behind you? <laughs> Does it have to be on his feet? Why can't it just be like... I mean, you don't move around. You're, you're just mass thing. It's just going to happen. Right. I mean, look, maybe it won't land his feet, but you're not exactly, you know, this is not, you're not a bombardier. Uh, uh, you know, you're not a troubadour mm-hmm. on, on, a, on, on a B-52, you know, dropping the A-bomb on fucking Paris or whatever they did or Hiroshima or whatever, you know? Do you think the, the Pope, let's say it's like... going to come out where it comes out. Let, let's say you meet the Pope. I would love th- to. I'd love to meet the Pope. Do you think Hello, the- Padre. <laughs> Hello, Pazitano. Do you think the Pope and his uh, consorts... Pope, what's your favorite kind of spaghetti? Uh... Cacao Pepe. Spaghetti. <laughs> you mean, I thought you meant pasta. Did you say Cacao Pepe? Like the fucking, the, the, the real name of, of Pepto-Bismol? <laughs> Cacao Pepe. <laughs> Is that really I'm a thing? Not, I'm not sure if that's how you pronounce it. Is that Caca Pepe? Like, like shit, shit piss? It's like shit penis? Like Casio Pepe. Is that really a thing? Yeah. Look up, what the fuck is Casio Pepe? I thought you were saying Caca Pepe. <laughs> it's a rare Pepe with, with holding shit. I'm not exactly sure how you pronounce it, but it's but it's a. Uh... All right, it's a thing. I, I'm only putting it on screens so people see it as a thing. All right, fair enough. <laughs> uh, but do you think like it's the kind of thing where the Pope? Do you think it's sort of like the child abuse scandal where the Pope and his consorts kind wow, of what? what? They got, they... <laughs> Why is this coming up? We're talking about spaghetti. <laughs> What's going on? 
The child abuse scandal. Do you think that they know that people are shitting on the feet of their fellow uh, compatriots? Oh, outside, good point. Good, so, well, that, so that the Pope can be spared, you know, someone, I, I, someone shitting in his presence or someone even just using the bathroom. Look, I, 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 I think what's more appropriate is like envisioning someone asking the Vatican, you know, <laughs> the Vatican addressing this. I think we don't care about like, the Vatican. Like, we, we need to look. All right, so I'm going to be like the Pope. Hello, uh, my fellow Catholics of, of the world. Oh, Father, oh, tell us, uh, please speak emphatically. Oh, to I'm going to speak the emphatic, uh, the, <laughs> the, the, the rigid tones, uh, the Pastianos, you know? I want to, this is going to be a big deal. I want to address something that people have been worried about for a long time. It involves something that we helped cover up, we didn't deal with. We let it keep happening, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it hurt a lot of pe- a lot of people's innocence was taken away. Yeah, yeah, horribly. And, I can't and, believe you're going to address this. This is crazy. And they're and and and, and they were bleeding from the ass. <laughs> uh, and of course, I'm talking about getting you know people shitting on each other's feet while they wait to see me. <laughs> Don't do that anymore. It's terrible. It's really, it's, it's just hold it in. God <laughs> wants you to hold it in. People have said, why don't we build more bathrooms? No. <laughs> no. That would just be disgusting. <laughs> then the vacuum would just smell like shit all day. You're going to have people who aren't even Catholic coming and just using the bathroom. <laughs> right, yeah. Just gross people, Pres- Presbyterians, Lutherans. Mm. Oh. <laughs> you know how bad it would smell? <laughs> It would smell worse than if it was on the floor. <laughs> like, I guarantee it. <laughs> so, okay, see you later. <laughs> what, you, what, you, you don't look satisfied. <laughs> Is there something else you want me to address? Padre, uh, but why don't, don't you think that the, the Lord doesn't want us uh, to make a shit on uh, the feet of the people. Oh, so you're happy to talk about this. Yeah. This, this topic is fine with you. It's just, you're, you're confused about my response. Yeah. You don't want me to talk about anything else at the Catholic no. Church. No, I think this is really the important okay. issue that needs fair, to be addressed. Fair enough. All right. Uh, what's your favorite kind of spaghetti, ma'am? I like uh, pasta linguine. Ah, see you later. <laughs> um, we should go somewhere nice. Yeah. Where should we go? I mean, I don't know. I guess we gotta figure out what. It, what to Let's do. go to Lancaster, Pennsylvania. <laughs> What's in Lancaster, Pennsylvania? Google it, and let's see. I think you know. You must know what's in Lancaster. What comes up? Oh yeah. Ooh. Wait, wait. What? what, what? They, they no, none, none of this is Amish people. What is this? They have a there's, there's a car and kids and, and, a, and, a, and a thing. Where are the Amish people? That's the Dorney Parks in Lancaster. We offer unique tours of Lancaster, of Lancaster Amish country by scooter. Wait, that's a Dorney Park or Do- Domi Park? I mean, Hershey Park is close to it. None of these say Amish people, do they? Uh, th- well, that's the top of fifteen things to do in Lancaster: the the Amish farm and house. I mean, I don't know. That seems crazy. Something called Dutch Wonderland. That sounds Amish. I've been there. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember. I mean, I remember going to Hershey Park. I don't remember what Dutch Wendland was all about. Dutch Wendland. <laughs> I mean, honestly, Lancaster is all about the Amish. That's their gimmick. You have the good and plenty, the plenty of fancy, the delicious restaurants where you get shoe fly pie and you get the and the, the Amish corn mm-hmm. and the Amish fried chicken, which is a little browner. You know. <laughs> <laughs> What? You're getting very wide-eyed discussing. I went there. A I bunch- didn't know that you had such affection for Amish food. I don't. It's good. I mean, look, if you went to an Italian restaurant a bunch of times as a kid and never again, you'd be like, Italian food's great. <laughs> but you've had chicken parm at least once a year, right? Right. I haven't had Amish food in decades, but it's really good. Mm. So I'm talking about it like I'm fond of it. <laughs> you know, you can't go in Amish restaurants. What if we, what if we started an Amish restaurant? Oh yeah, like uh, Amish, uh, maybe some like Amish German fusion. No Amish. <laughs> what, 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 what do you want? Sauerkraut. Sa- might, they, sauerkraut uh, hand pies. Hand, would be like a, like an empanada. No, no, like an Amish hand pie. What's the hand pie? I just imagine them as having hand pies. Like, would, it, would it be similar to an empanada? 
<laughs> well, only in that there's dough or, ja- or Jamaican and a or Jamaican beef patty. I, I picture it being more like a miniature, uh, like shepherd's pie or or. Uh, oh, so so single serving pie. Yeah, but still got the same kind of <laughs> makeup. Yeah, or chicken pot pie. You had shoe fly pie. No, what's that? It's molasses. Look up shoe fly pie. It's got molasses <laughs> in it. Shoe fly pie. Is it dessert? No, it's it's molasses beef. <laughs> talking about it's dessert. This is shoe fly pie. No, that's a savory meal right there. Is, is it is it called shoe fly because flies like the taste of molasses and they'll just get they'll just get all over your pie? Well, now you ask, go scroll and find out. <laughs> that was green. I don't know. <laughs> what, am I, what am I, the man who knows everything about pies? <laughs> Right, shoe fly pie etymology. <laughs> According to Stevens, the unusual oh, name yeah, of shoe... Oh, yeah, no, this is gross, as I was absolutely right. The unusual name of shoe fly pie came from the fact that pools of sweet, sticky molasses sometimes formed on the surface of the pie while it was cooling, inevitably attracting flies. So you're just eating a, a piece of pie that's just good, that's covered in, in fly legs. No, because it's in the name, you shoo the fly away. <laughs> All right? Unless you're some lazy Amish woman who doesn't shoot the fly. And don't don't at me, all right? The Amish don't go for, like, different... Gen- they, the women make the pies, I think. I don't think a lot of men bake pies in Amish culture. I'm not wrong. <laughs> go, at, go talk to them if you can. If you can find them. If you can find them on Twitter, go ask them. But don't give me shit just because I you know, assume the woman baked the goddamn shoe fly pie. I'm not a bad person. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, welcome to the show. Um, you want to get one? Yeah, we we'll probably get one on the internet somehow. We'll see if you can find one in, to buy. Okay. No, seriously, no. Now? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna see. Can you buy? Um, Google this. Can I buy Amish food online? No, that's you buy pie. We'll we'll try that afterwards. Because I don't really care about shoe fly pie. It's good. <laughs> Grocery shop with that? No. See, Amish yeah. General Store online. Really? Interesting. Bulk Foods, Amish Country Store. We can get f- Amish foods in bulk. All right. Well, this might be the stuff they eat, the, the stuff they serve us. You don't want to do that. You want to do the stuff they serve people. I don't know if they actually eat Amish food. Right. You know, it's kind of like if you go to Italy, they, they're eating like urchin. Sure. Or like spiny eggs. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they eat a fair amount of pasta there, too. I don't, I don't think pasta is big in Italy. Google the Italians eat pasta. I'm obsessed, I'm obsessed with Google. The Italians eat pasta. Yeah, about 25% of Italians eat pasta every day. Every single day. Wow. Well, only 2% of Americans fess up to eating pasta daily. <laughs> That's a great way of phrasing it. Yeah, I, I think it's more than 2%. But, but we know the truth. These fat <laughs> pigs are shoveling spaghetti down their, down their gullets. You tell me only 2% of, of, America, of everyone in America, only 2% of them eat spaghettios every day? I mean, spaghetti or whatever, but I love a good Chef Boyardee, like ravioli with the mm. beef. and Oh, yeah, beef ravioli. <laughs> That's nice. <sighs> uh, Americans are probably just... They, they, Americans probably just don't, don't understand what even counts as pasta. Yeah, they they like they, they think... Well, what do you mean? They're just like, well, I had some... Uh, they, they probably don't get... If they eat Chef Boyardee, they're probably not counting it as pasta. I think those people assume that's the only pasta. <laughs> I think of you who wouldn't count that don't know like what actual spaghetti is. What do you mean? This is spaghetti. Well, where's the can? Why isn't your spaghetti in a can? Is uh? I can't tell which one of our visions is more insulting. I don't know. Welcome to America. Let's go. We're gonna go. Comp show is gonna be in Positano, Italy, for the live show coming soon. Sound off in the comments if you would go to a live comp show, a live comp podcast in Positano, Italy, where we're gonna we're gonna have an all inclusive deal. It's only gonna be seven grand. Mm. That might not be enough, right? Seven grand per ticket. Yeah, because I guess, how much? Look at plane tickets to Positano, Italy. Go, go, I won't put this on on the screen, but go to travel like yeah, one of those travel sites. Okay, I guess that works. Yeah, Positano, yeah. I want prices, though. Yeah, these are prices. From 835 that round trip, or is that one way? 
Still, that's not, we can make profit off that. So we'll charge you seven grand. We'll give you a real bad flight. And then we'll, <laughs> we'll feed you some Chef Boyardee and some, we'll give you an adult happy. We'll get sued by McDonald's because we'll call it an adult happy meal, but it'll just be tchotchkes. Yeah. Just crap we found on Amazon. <laughs> um, we're just, we're, we're not going to get a venue. We're just going to do it on a, on a, on the rocky beach. Of Positano. Yeah. You, you can eat some cold the, Chef Boyardee. The, the pebbly beach. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy. Welcome to the show. <laughs> uh, thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a fun episode. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Uh, if you like this show, which I think you might, you're here, you're here at the end of it. Mm. You, might as well, you might as well like it. <laughs> uh, you can start, you get more comp. If you go to patreon.com slash raycomp. We're going to make a, gra- a graphic for this in, in, in the future. But for now, just listen to me talk. The link's in the description. You get an extra episode every week for five bucks a month. That's a pretty good deal. Pretty good. It's a better deal than, than, than our trip to Positano. Hmm. All right, so you go over there and do that. And otherwise, uh, thanks so much for tuning in. And we'll see, you, we'll see you on the Patreon in the middle of the week. Otherwise, we'll see you next week. Have a great week.